0: Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by Rosalind McNally and Bibi Dalman. So welcome back, everybody. Rosalind, good to have you here as well. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here, Bibi. So we're diving into the energies, the zeitgeist of this current week. So we're recording this on the 19th of February. Um, And we're talking about sort of the events that are happening in the cosmos, but also within us between today and then the 25th of February. So before we head in, though, how have you been over the last couple of weeks, and where you know, especially after chatting last week about these big invitations of Saturn and Uranus, these these invocations, um, where has that left you, and um, where do we take it this week?
1: Yeah, because that's sort of why we sort of started, sort of moving towards this direction of chatting and sharing, and all there was to allow us to sort of get a sense of the energies for the week ahead, but then also have that opportunity because sometimes we only really sense them or see maybe how they played out and how they're still playing out, you know, um, in reflection. Like, so I've still very much one foot on either on another side. Well, kind of, not really, but kind of process and still. Yeah, the way I describe it, like for me, the way those planets are showing up, that sort of the Uranus and the Saturn out there, like it is the dismantling of the old, but the new's not really been fully built yet. Like, do you know? Because it's just, it's just not, it's kind of like it's under the ground really like do you know like so I kind of feel like you've got your two feet on but not two, one foot in each world sort of the old and one in the new but like it's not time to bring two feet over yet because you're still sort of processing and sort of honouring where you were and who you were and what you were and how you did things and you're still sort of nearly open up the book and to see okay what way was i doing th- things like you know and sort of get an understanding of where they were supporting me what way I was getting from them how they're not going to support me going forward um in my myself my life my work and everything like so it's, to me it's still that you know you're peeling away layers and getting into the deeper aspects of it um because i really just don't feel for me it's time to you know leap two feet into the new yet like i still feel it's All being woven in the background, and they will come when they need to come. Like, but by dismantling and getting a really, really sort of grounded and deeper understanding of what I had built myself around and in and under and above and whatnot else, you know, like the systems that I'd wrap myself around, the beliefs, the ways of being, the ways of doing things, routines and everything. By really understanding them, that allows me to create and invite in sort of the way forward very differently versus just sort of paying homage to it and then hopping over. It's like, I know rightly I'll carry all those bags with me. So that's for me sort of how I would explain and how I see it. Like some kind of like, just like one foot in either and going, okay, this is where I am. And it's, and it's fine. What about
0: you, Bibi? Yeah, there is definitely this this element of patience in it right (laughs) that we're all challenged to Mm
1: -hmm. you know
0: to be in um and i think we're supported energetically in that as well at the moment there's this incredible amount of in astrology called like the mutability energy that is you know that goes back and forth that spirals this quality of like like you said one foot in this side and one foot in the other side and there is this so much about the current sort of energies are about the dreamscape you know the Then what can I imagine? What can I, you know, just play. We talked about that last week as well to some extent. Where can I allow myself to to be in that space in between? Um, you know, Mm -hmm. dreaming up ideas of being, ways of being, um, but also it brings in a, an element of where we might feel we need the other, whatever the other is. You know, um, we were even chatting about this a little bit, like before we came on here live in um, the need to have contrast, you know, that's also these energies that you might just feel at the moment. I'm used to one set of circumstances. I need, you need just something to shift up, to change it up, just to contrast yeah. it. So it gives me a greater understanding. So I think with, um, the sun moving into Pisces um, today as we're recording this. You know, Pisces being a water element again. It's like this: where do you feel naturally drawn towards moving next, or what do you feel? Not even next, but what else do you want to explore? You know, so it's this one foot in the. I think like one foot in the the need to create something new, and one foot in the. In the exploring of it, so one is like it, it, there's so much about a process orientation, I think, in all of this, you know, rather than having a fixed goal. Yeah.
1: Mm. So it's like it's like to me when I think of Pisces and all there, like <clears throat> I think of sort of know that sort of like the watery realm, but the dreamy realm that. You can't it's not tangible, like you know, like if you know anybody who's Pisces and all there, like there's sometimes a lot going on underneath the surface or in the deeper parts of the, the psyche that you can sort of see. Like um, so for me it's like we're in a space where we're allowing ourselves <clears throat> excuse me, we're allowing ourselves to dream and we're allowing ourselves to imagine what we we want and play with those there and allow them to sort of show themselves to us or for us to see it maybe in somebody else to allow ourselves to sort of think, okay, yeah, that's possible or well, there's potential there. Like, but we're still going to have to really place that through our own system, like our own intuition our own intuition, our own instinct to really go, is that for me? Like, you know, because even though it might work for you, or it might look beautiful for Mary down the road, but does that really sit well within my own system? Like so to me the Pisces is like that understanding of our own intuition as well like of really allowing ourselves to access and trust you know like I'm going it's not time for me to move it's not time for me to anchor anything down it's not time for me to label anything or decide this is who I am now and really lean into that there as well like and to me that's nearly like you know where you lie back in the water and you're really just trusting I'm floating here I might feel like I'm drowning but I'm floating (laughs) or I might feel I'm in the deeper parts of my Clearing out the back end of the cupboard. Like, do you know, that's what I feel when I think of water. There's different levels, you know, of the water signs of where they go. But it's like, you know, sometimes it's that accessing the deeper parts of it and really in the dream work or in life in general, where you're clearing out parts of the psyche that are there and have always been there. But it's an opportunity to go into deeper layers mm-hmm. of them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so whether it's the fears or whether it's the visions you know well. so if it's the parts that I'm releasing rather than just going for the upper layer part can I sit with it and go into a a deeper aspect of it like and then if I'm envisioning and dreaming and welcoming something in can I rather than just go for the first little sliver that comes in can I maybe see what other potential is in that Mm. is sort of what I feel at the minute like as well. I
0: love this and Jimmy Pisces always reminds me of this spiralic action of you know when we think of the that the zodiac signs, you know, there's no beginning and no end because it's essentially a circle. But this this quality of Aries that is coming next, you know, is the initiating part, mm-hmm. and then so we have twelve months in a way. There are many different ways of interlacing those circles, but that is sort of if you think of the sun traveling across a year. So something is being invoked, an inspiration, a spark, a getting going in, in in Aries, and it travels all the way around, and now Pisces is sort of in that way the last sign. So mm-hmm in that spiralic growth where every time we come around a circle we we step a level higher like there's an invitation to like up level our frequency or understanding so mm. what has shifted you know since since last year so if you go back 12 month, you know i mean it's been it's mm. been a big year um but to meet Pisces in in that context also, also sort of the the invitation of integration like you said on a deeper level you know mm. uh we just sun left aquarius and there's still loads coming on that aquarius sign but that governs maybe more of our, our thinking mind our cognitive mind in a way as well when we move into the water sign now of pisces it brings it to, in a way back into the body into the feeling body into the energetics so what has shifted for you what different perspectives ha- perspectives have you gained over the last couple of weeks and you know, when you, when you living from that place, what is that doing to your emotional household as well? So what needs to be cleared out? What is there Mm -hmm. room now to grow into? What are your needs as well, to some extent, you know, um, that you're stepping into that are different from last year. So I think, that's a really nice way of working with um with the signs. in that way when you take the 12 month progression in a way Mm. who am i now what has changed what has changed around me my dreams my wishes and what needs to be Mm. still integrated released so that i can then step as we the sun moves into aries in a couple of weeks time that we sort of can travel on that trajectory if we want into another new spiral So it's really allowing yourself that space
1: like we do we can do it anytime like we've chatted about in different podcasts and different parts even this year like was allowing that part of where have I grown like in this last cycle Mm. then if I'm to take this as another she said another spiral that is in a sense ending but continuing and beginning again then like that way so where have I where have I grown in this last year like and we've we all have there's nowhere we haven't like that way where have i been pushed into growth even if i didn't choose it in a sense that way like and you know maybe even now again you know what do i need to grieve what do i need to honor what do i need to really look back on and, and honor those emotions that now maybe are you know because for so many of us for the last year people have just been getting on like you know trying to keep moving and, and looking towards the finish line and it keeps moving or shifting and changing and we think it's close and it's further away like do you know like so within all that there's a lot of hope coming up and then sometimes that hope is dashed in a sense and then there's the grief around that there like of life not being maybe what we thought it would be when we were stepping into this place last year like but then it's also then okay that hope to bring that back in and go How can I sort of, not even like anchorness and hold on, but sort of sit into that and allow that to maybe inspire my way forward then like of what I am dreaming in. So even though I might look at the world and see it through a certain lens, can I allow myself to see it through a wider lens and have hope as part of that there? like, And then if I'm visioning and dreaming and allowing all of that to come on through being present to what's available to me in this energy, then like can I sort of allow that in, like, do you know, so it can feed me and allow me to move through each day rather than getting, I think some people are just getting weary, possibly. So I think holding on to that hope allows us to begin to see life, that there is lots of potential here, Mm. like, there's lots of for us to tap into and access within ourselves and to go into that dreamy world, like, Do you know, like, because if we're in our little environments and the world's getting smaller, we're being invited to go in, like, because we can't hop in the car and I can't hop on a plane, unfortunately, and head off somewhere that I usually would do, or even hop in the car and head off to another part of Ireland. So we're being invited to really go on our inner journeys, Mm. like, to go further inwards. Mm.
0: And with that, there's, I feel, because it is the sun really that enters into Pisces. And so if you think of our life force that comes through us, both in the yang expression, the sun, and then our yin, sort of the moon expression, there mm-hmm. is an invitation with the yang expression mm-hmm. of the sun, where it's like, where can I take that inspiration? Where can I take that creativity and create something actionable into it, right? So there is this going in really deep and integrating and and, and tapping into the emotional body, into the creativity, and then taking it out and go, okay, within this limited environment that i have currently like what is it that i you know want to change what is it that i want to bring Mm -hmm. up um so there's something about it's to me again it's it's this bridging of on one hand it's very ethereal very very difficult to touch and to to relate to kind of quality within us and then on the other hand you have the sun which is the most visible expression of our life force in our life how we do things how we show up in life you know um sort of our -hmm. What we're growing into, as well as human beings, you know, but like like really tangible. So there is an invitation to, in a way, start playing with the connection of the experiences that you're going through and have been going through, and what have they been invoking in you, and where can you do something about them right here, right now. So it's not starting the big business, not starting to do the big Mm -hmm. things, but it can be something in how you you arrange your home or how you arrange your daily schedule. What allows you to be in Mm -hmm. that creative phase? But also in that creative phase that then becomes visible at the moment, maybe only to you and whoever is living in your bubble. But so it's like, you know, like nobody else out there needs to see your paintings, but get the brush into the paint and do paint something maybe for yourself, maybe for your partner, Mm. you know, an analogy if you want.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like reflecting back to me sort of weaves back into what we were chatting about last week as well like you know because when you're chatting there what comes to my mind is like what I have in a sense to use the word control over is my day-to-day like do you know am my routine within that there so can I have that almost that freedom that watery element moving through that there within the container like because if I don't you know if I get up in the morning and I maybe I don't maybe I'm not working maybe Maybe I'm looking after my kids. Maybe I'm trying to balance my kids on my work and whatnot else. Like you know, but I might need a certain structure, a certain routine to allow more of that freedom to come in. Like, do you know? Like, so we're I think we're learning to balance sort of certain aspects as well that we might not have had the opportunity to do if we were just you know back in our normal routines because we might be out of the house from nine to seven o'clock at night and then back in if we were doing our nine to fives or our businesses might be more just in a different structure like we might have been out and we're doing more one-to-ones versus doing group work online or whatever it might be like so I kind of feel like there's this, we need sort of a certain amount of routine structure but then we need the freedom within it so we don't feel so confined as well Like, and to me that's that watery of allowing that to come in and move through the cracks in a sense or allowing even she said that painting or that daydream or just sitting looking out the window but to allow us access to the sacred like because sometimes when, to me, Pisces would be that connection to sort of the sacred. Like So it's like if my world becomes smaller, I can either make it very, very structured and very much about the, you know, the very earthy stuff, which is very important and all there. Like, but within that, there can I still allow that access to the cosmos and to remembering that that is me and I am it. And that if I trust in cycles and I trust in spirals and I trust living a, a rhythmic life, that there has to be some rhyme or reason to this somewhere along the way within my own being which I know in a way like but for some of us when life starts shaking the ground within us you know I was chatting to somebody recently about that they're a client like they're going like you know I don't understand why I got so shook up like they go that's not like me because I have all the tools and we mentioned this last week I was like yeah but I go, there's a lot happening in our own worlds as well as what we're feeling in the world around us. And Pisces, in a sense, is that intuitive, that nearly that psychic capability. We're doing that anyway every day. We're feeling the undercurrents. But now we might notice it more. So getting that support in whatever way that might be through yoga, Reiki, healing, psychotherapy, whatever it is, writing, journaling, but it allows us an anchor Mm. place within that there like to create so then I can still watch and see and experience what's happening on a collective level, watch and see and experience what's happening on an individual level but also sort of stand back and really tune in to, okay, do I need to be doing something that way? Like, and possibly I might need to adjust certain things or maybe do I just need to be here, be with myself? But to me it's that really, you're fine-tuning sort of how am I moving through like sort of the individual and the collective at the same time, like mm.
0: Yeah, and what when you were just talking about that, what came to mind is this this idea of joy, right? Because Pisces is also experiencing joy in a different in a different way, you know, like feeling inspired, being inspired or just having more breathing space in a way. So there's an element to this this year where I think we're we're really asked to can I create structures for myself that actually both hold anchor but also allow me to have some joy you know whereas a lot of our mm-hmm. day-to-day activities beforehand were actually externally determined it was the company where we worked for where the people around us we had schedules we had to be here then everywhere whereas now what f- gave this entire year a very Piscean quality in a way was this fluidity that's like I don't know what day of the week it is I don't know what time of the mm-hmm. day it is you know this t- totally um, letting loose of all structures which can be beautiful for a time but can also make us feel like really we're drowning in something so there's the interplay with like you said how much freedom do we want and what are the structures that we can or um you know the the schedules or the routines that we can put down that can hold us in a way that creates joy you know and I think when we Mm -hmm. when we go back just even maybe to 2019 or 2018 the speed at which we were living um you know, and so maybe if if you're if you're doing this journaling work and this reflection back to last year, go maybe even a couple of years back before that, I just think of it with how we were living our life and how externally determined so much of our life actually was, now we are mm-hmm. right in here. In what we so often wished we had more authority over this defining how we decide our daily schedules. So we're not allowed to go just out yet. There's still so much external, I suppose, structures around us, what we're allowed to do and whatnot. But it is sort of learning to mature in a way, but mature in a way that doesn't kill all the joy. I think there is very much mm. this month as well that invitation as the sun goes into Pisces of, you know, the sun is also the light, it's the vitality. What you need to do to mm. so your life first doesn't just shrivel up you know what are those and remembering those things you know bring them back in whether it's playing music whether it's dancing whether it's like chatting with a friend but just finding renewed sense of joy and maybe also Mm. think about where in sort of your priorities that is sitting you know um so that that's sort of the thing on one hand um Mm. finding structures but on the other hand joy as well and then that sort of kind of flows into right on on the 19th on friday um the quarter the quarter moon in gemini right so we were talking about the sun in pisces and now the moon in in the quarter moon in in gemini so there is this 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 sense of you know again very moving very changing very floating very so much freedom actually in a way you know and i'm thinking of this I think Will Smith actually said that years ago, like Mm -hmm. about raising his children, and that you know the amount of freedom they get to have depends on how much maturity they show. And so I think so much in that in that quality of Mm -hmm. mutable water, mutable air, where structures are you know definitely not externally imposed in our day life. We're like I don't know how to do this. There's a quality of like, can we actually navigate our own freedom at least throughout a day? you know and so with the moon in a similar quality to me there's so much about you know yes what are what are your internal needs you know um, how, is, how is that quarter moon in Gemini how is that sort of sitting with you what's that bringing
1: you sort of when so when I sort of think of the or work with the moon phases and all there like I would reflect back to sort of what we were chatting about last week or what was I setting my intention on or where I was at or what I was Looking to invoke in for this cycle, or what quality was I looking to grow within myself? Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like, you know, as if you had planted something tangible into the earth, it's now like going, you know, as I sit here now, because sometimes we're going to be sitting in the energy of the moons and they're, they're sort of. Not clouding. Sometimes we've been given great clarity, but sometimes we're too in it. And then we're like, oh yeah, this is what I'm gonna you know, this is what I want to invoke and this is what I feel I'm being drawn to, this is what I want to grow within myself. And then like like anything a week later you're like, What was wrong with my head that day? Like <laughs> or it could be, actually yeah, I'm still I'm getting even more clear on that. I'm getting more clarity into that more sort of the way to move forward with that or how to tend with that there. But other times then we're like, yeah, we need to adjust. We need to do a 360 in that there. And that's okay, you know. I think, like, you know, to honour that there, sometimes we're, like, we're initially going, yeah, this is it. And then after sort of a week or moving with the moon or moving through sort of the, even the transits and all there, that we're then going, oh, actually now I've had time to reflect on that. And I'm in this moon phase now Mm -hmm. of going, Mm, I'm seeing clear sort of illuminating a little bit more this is not the direction I need or I actually need, need, just need to change this a little bit or bring in this quality to it so for me it would be ar- around that there like and then again it's sort of that allowing to nearly like reflect and see the contrast within everything but also sort of how I'm communicating to myself or the outside world that which I am do I need to communicate do I not you know sort of not like you know my is this a time of moving outward or is it still sort Mm. of going on and within the internal realms like yeah Mm.
0: yeah it can be really bringing up that need to have real conversations as well it can really bring up the need to like see others and just have a good chat and exchange and you know to not be tied down that much you know Gemini just likes to have its own freedom the ability to you know have different viewpoints, see different things. So, you know, it could be sort of coming up just as an inner kind of need to go, oh, i got to see my friends right now. <laughs> but it's like linking in with what you were saying as well in terms of a longer cycle. So the cycle was initiated from last year. Um, the 22nd of May would have been the starting ground. And so we had three quarters around this cycle. So if you think of what happened for you between May and now in terms of, how would you like to communicate? How do you exchange with others? And even going forward, what sort of skills on a practical level, you know, your communication skills, you know, how can you communicate your need? Are you really listening and are you really hearing what other need what other people need as well, you know, those people around in your environment? How do you communi- communicate not just verbally but all in the other ways we convey information mm-hmm. back and forth? You know, are you reading in too much between the lines you know maybe somebody's just tired it's not even that they don't want to see you it's just like <laughs> they they just can't you know um so like reflecting and all those like really practical things i think as well as well as the mm-hmm. the bigger deeper aspects and kind of going with three quarters around now and on that on that spiral so Whenever there's sort of a quarter moon, there's like, can be this feeling of inner pressure building up. So there is something wants to be manifested or changed or, you know, so it could feel like, you know, that you might just want to call somebody you haven't been in touch with for a while. You know, you thought about that person for a very long time, um, could be an old friend, but could be also somebody that might, you might want to apologize to, because there might be just something and he was like, oh yeah, that just went a bit. south." you know, maybe, maybe from, I have a different perspective on things now we can hold that space for each other. Um, so anything anything like that, I think, can be invoked and is a sort of, suppose, energetically sort of supported in, in that way to go forward. Um, so I think it is a beautiful way of looking at our communication and communication is always a way of connecting to each other. So, mm. you know, in times when we can feel so disconnected, I think this is a powerful tool.
1: Yeah, and like if you think of the way we communicate mostly now is via... The beautiful internet, that way, like which which is which is fabulous, like because it still keeps the world so open to us. And me and you are still able to connect, and we could do it via phone, but we get to see each other via this here, like. So it's to me, it's also like the communication is like how I communicate, being aware of the power of what I'm saying. Am I aware for what I'm saying? Sometimes, do you know, like? But then, how how I bring that out into the world, like through my words or through even imagery or whatever it is, okay. like. So it has such. And I think like we're like for many people we're learning how how to communicate like because either we've been told you know, been shut down over the years or we're afraid of using our voice so it brings up so much on the deeper emotional levels too like around the programming or around ancestral stuff or around just ourselves and you know is what I have worth saying is it worth sharing or if like sure if Marys already chatting about it why bother like and I think as a a wider sort of cycle of what we're moving through as well as learning that we all have a place mm-hmm. so, you know like so one even though we have maybe the same message how i deliver it and how mary shares it will be different and people will hear that differently so to me it's a, a, a sort of that i see that's just as a wider cycle over the years and moving forward like is that realizing we all have a place we all What would the word be? It's like, you know, we're all part of the web of life, but we all need to light up our own little thoughts. And the big part of that has to be, to me, the communication is expression, like full stop. Yeah. So it's me expressing myself in life Mm. as myself. But we've got to remove a lot of the layers to do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And also in order to communicate, you know, if I want to convey, not just my needs but you know those deeper ideas of what's my sole purpose what I'm here and letting that run into my communication that sort of requires the deeper thinking as well about you know who am I (laughs) what is it that actually makes me what is sort of Mm. that spark that you know how life first comes through me and expresses itself and what is it stimulating and I don't need to be an actual teacher with a label of a teacher to do this I think we do this Mm. most efficiently (laughs) Uh, or most impactful in our families with the people that we see on an everyday basis you know so the question always is like the way you said like these you know these dots in the web as we're lighting up so in order to send out a signal you need to know who am i and where am i and then also who, who, who am i reaching that signal to. so so much about the communications clarity of self as well you know uh, what is it that i have to say mm-hmm. what is it that i'm standing for and so i think at that point in that cycle that three quarter round um we have just a reflection point an opportunity to, to again course correct and go oh my god yeah i'm seeing that now Oh, and then to not be harsh mm-hmm. on ourselves just go like that's the learning pro- process these are these moments where we catch ourselves like okay and now I can make a conscious decision take a right or a left along those ways um, yeah that's that's beautiful so um, at least staying in that theme of communication actually um, is on mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I was just thinking that
0: <laughs> <laughs> the big Mercury retrograde <laughs> I feel like we need like a couple of episodes to debunk some <laughs> per Mercury. <laughs> per Mercury you. is all I ever say. <laughs> yeah. But te- on a technical level, on the 21st, Mercury stations direct. So it's going out of its retrograde phase into a forward moving action. So. It is not that the planet actually moves backwards as such, but if we, from where we are, from planet Earth looking out towards Mercury, the way Mercury travels across the sky, it seems like it's going back. And, mm. you know, yes, so much has been said about, you know, don't book flights and, you know, all your communication is going high haywire. But to me, so much, I don't know how you see retrograde. For me, retrograde is so much about, um, I cannot remember. I read that somewhere and it stuck with me forever. It's like Mercury retrograde just put a re in front of every verb. Mm. Reconsider, reevaluate, rethink it. Review. review all yeah. of those aspects. And so I, I really like that take on a Mercury retrograde. Mm. What about you? Yeah,
1: me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, you know, like I'd be on classes and holding things and like, you know, you know it's Mercury retro- retrograde and there's just a glitch and it's like, oh, that's Mercury. Somebody wrote in the chat: "That's Mercury. Please, please, Mercury. How would you feel if you were Mercury? Like, you know. But to me, it is that space of Okay, like you know, it's the pause. It's the reflex, It's all the hours reflect, take time to review. Because by doing that, there, then when you get that movement, then you've more clarity. It's to give us more. To me, it's like about giving us more clarity or insight. Then for the trajectory forward, like." So like, and it happens so many times, happens about four times during the year. Like, you know, like, so it's not there to, you no, know, it's not coming in and going, you know, like I'm here to mess things up. I'm to, you know, you know, definitely do not turn on your computer. Do not, you know, attend a class online. Like, but it's got this, it does affect our, like, you know, to me, it's like looking at my communication, looking at any aspect of my life that has been highlighted by that planet and going, okay, what am I being invited to actually look okay. at? Do you know, like what I'm actually being invited to. That maybe I was moving through it, and now it's going okay. You might have been there with the two little legs running fast. Like, we we need to clean up a few wee things just so you can you know you maybe move at a better momentum or the right momentum or see what's there for you. So to me, that's that there. Like and yet, like I know, like don't sign contracts and da 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 da. And sometimes we don't have the pleasure of that. Like you know, if it's happening four times a year for three or four weeks during the year. I might be able to go, depending on who I'm chatting with. Like, I can't really agree to that at the moment, just because I can't. You know, so I'll get to contact you, with you when this moves forward. But for most people, like, mm. if an opportunity comes, you are going to, have to choose in that moment, yeah, if that feels really aligned. I'm going to say yes to that there. Like, so I don't like to, you know, go all blanket out, black and white. You know, if you say yes to this, turn in Mercury retrograde, you're done for that project, will never work. Because I'm like, there's so many other dynamics at play as wow. well. Like, So to me, it's this lovely opportunity to actually just maybe go to myself. Can I slow down a little bit even? You know, and look at things, it's not about pausing or stopping completely, but just take it down a notch, look at what's going on in my life and go, okay, if this planet is here to reflect to me, that I need to sort of review, re re-evaluate, rethink things, redo things. Where's that showing up?
0: Yeah, I think it can also bring great excitement because... You know, how many things in our lives do we do without being really aware of it? So if we reconsider someone's value in our life, all of a sudden you can come out of a phase like that and go, oh my God, I really appreciate you. You know, I'm really, really excited about this project. And so it's not that we have to wait till Mercury is necessarily completely out of retrograde, but it's just this, yeah, it's like a a gifted pause. Like you said, we're running through life and it's like, hey, just... Have a little look. Is this really what you want? Yes. Amazing. Great. And so for some things, it literally just takes that second thought of like, oh, am I just doing this on autopilot or is this not? No, great. That, And then you just move on. And then for other projects, there might be a big U-turn, you know, and that can be an invitation as well sometimes when you just go, oh, my God. You know, it's it's like when we, I suppose, like I always thought of traffic jams or, you know, red lights and we still had them living <laughs> in Dublin <laughs> of, of kind of a gift that in a way, you know, that slows you down. And so often it's like, oh, my God, I'm late for class. But really, if you swap it or swap it around, it's like, it's it's a moment to reconsider, and that moment might just not have you in a place where there could be an accident, for example. Something as simple as that, you know, I could leave you that reconsideration, just like just pause, think about it, and go, okay, no, that's actually not that's not the relationship that I want to be in, or this might not be the way I actually want to communicate. Actually, oh yeah, I think like I really overreacted or would overreact if I spoke right now. So let's hold that email back for a couple of days, sleep a night or two over it, mm-hmm. and then get back. So it can be something as simple as practical as that, but also of course like any. Yeah reorientation in a greater view of life as well so on practical terms this retrograde really started at the end of january um so at 26 for those of you are really into astrology at 26 degrees of aquarius um and so <laughs> you can think what have you been invited to revisit reconsider Uh, throughout that period of time what has come up for you as an annoyance as joy as things that were maybe a little bit more difficult things that just kind of came up like you know I mean sometimes we just tumble over something in life literally um so if you're journaling maybe look back over your journal and just notice all those things where you were invited to reconsider um things and and this would be a really beautiful way of now now that mercury is going direct again moving forward gaining some speed it's like okay how do i want to take those insights forward so to me Mm. in that way working with mercury in that way is not just a a passive way of fingers crossing and waiting out till mercury goes direct (laughs) again but it's actually an invitation to what have I noticed in that in that time frame, and now what I'm doing about it. So it's quite an active mm. invitation that we're going into this phase now. Mm. Yeah. And like, if you
1: think, of, like if Mercury is related to sort of, in a sense, the mind or we go on about the confusion or glitches and all there, like it's, you know, it's too nearly look and go, look, I'm pretty sure we're all like, not all, don't like using that word, but plenty of us are in places of confusion at the moment. Do you know like asking will, will I move that way will, will I will I not do, do, do. so we're being invited to sort of in a sense make sense of certain aspects of ourselves or where we're at in the world as well like so it's nearly looking at going okay if if I have that cloudiness or that you know I think you mentioned earlier that brain fog and all there like you know is it around certain areas of life or is it just like brain fog in general at the moment because it can happen as well at this time but then what am I being invited to make sense of like do you know, like sort of what's Sort of trying to unravel, like because as you said, that's kind of like when you're you're chatting about sort of the in relation to. Gemini and all there, like you know, like you're in that third quarter, so you're getting the chance to reflect and review in that to adjust for the last quarter to really fully reap a full cycle in a sense or get a learning or receive or whatever it might be, come to a conclusion. So it's the same with Mercury, like mm. you know, when it's go like in a sense to use that word when it's going backwards, but when it's retrograde, like that way that that we're getting a chance to to clear up a le- something or to come to a conclusion on something or to have clarity around something to make sense of something so then we can move forward with in a sense clearer eyes is the way or a clearer mind around it possibly
0: mm. Mm. and if you actually look at Mercury as a symbol I think it's 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 beautiful so it's the circle in the middle with a semicircle mm. on top it's almost like an antenna and then the, the cross of matter at the bottom so Mm. you know maybe also thinking about what you what you relate to when you talk about communication you know it's this antenna on top is so much about how do we perceive things you know um, what are my skills of perceiving you know is my perception clear or is it clouded with judgment is it clouded with you know um mm the past experiences and you know maybe with that person or with a project so there's so much about you know there's so much more towards mercury in that way um but i think the two the two definitely the two sides of like how am i perceiving and how am i giving information Mm -hmm. forward and outwards and obviously the the center part the big circle in, in mercury that like what is washing through my sort of you know my soul experience so what is it that i'm perceiving what is it doing with me you know How is it changing me Mm. and so in a way mercury is also an invitation to really become conscious of how life flows through us and how life forms us and shapes us and there's an invitation to you know noticing all the things that change within us but also an invitation to see what has actually never really changed over all those years within us sort of where is that that Mm. direct line so there's a you know you can take it as as practical or you can go as deep as you wish, but there's always an invitation I find with Mercury about this disconnection. This how does life connect to me? How does it move me? And then as a result of that, how am I showing up? What is it that I'm communicating through the obvious channel and all the nonverbal communications? Yeah. You know?
1: mm, yeah, really nice. Like, so it's like, so that when you chat with the little antennas, I'm like, how do I receive information as well? Like, and can what, I love like, it? In? Like, like what you said, yeah. Yeah, and then am I like if the little circling sense of that little process, and then like, do I allow it to move through me, or does it get stuck, or do I take it on, or do you know, can I hear it, listen to it, move it through, really chew on what resonates, and some parts just won't like, do you know, like, but does it clog up everything, and then do I take it as my truth, and when I haven't really maybe digested it, or really sat with it like and am I hopping on a train like you know because that's the consensus that is out there like because what you said was really I think really important for people to hear as well is that like you know there is an underlying part within us a message or you know things that have not changed like because they're not because they're you know the the wounds are not there like you know but they're it's just it's us. you know like it's nearly like you can look back at and go, oh that that is that red thread, that is that Line of like almost not to use the word truth, but you know, my story or my message or my the way I communicate, you know, and, th- and that is that's me, like you know, so it's like, how am I filtering information? How am I perceiving it? And then, how do I move it through my system and really chunk out just like a computer would, you know, move things through it? How to chunk out, yeah, 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 versus mm, might need to start with that one and no, so it's like letting it. I see the little bottom part of that out.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> of the sign like you know, that's why I also love these conversations with you because it's like these cycles are all connected and so this flossing out and this understanding who we are then flows into, you know, almost the next sort of phase on the twenty fifth where Venus enters Pisces. So Again, more Pisces, more of that fluid quality. Um, but what Venus now brings into Venus always brings that part of us that is, um, you know, on a practical level, what are your priorities? You know, what is it that you love and adore? And mm-hmm. as a result of that, prioritize or maybe not and why not, you know? So this phase of Mercury reflecting on who we really are on a soul level
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: opens up the doors to understanding your own sort of Venusian qualities in that way different. So maybe your priorities change as a result of that, you know? Maybe how you, as a result of your priorities, you allow that to run into your life and your structures change in your life if you want to, you know? But also Venus, apart from priorities, also brings up always a level of Venus. I mean always just, there's an invitation to always step into a deeper sense of, um, of of love of unconditional love and unconditional love towards others but also unconditional love towards ourselves so there's this this quality of self-worth that comes in you know and I think with just on that thread picking up of what you brought in from Mercury mm-hmm. um, that sort of connection to the soul it's really like how do I relate to that aspect of myself? You know, maybe I'm not liking certain superficial expressions of it, but can I start to develop a conversation and a sense of appreciation, and quite possibly over time, maybe my sense of love of that aspect within me, because that's the div- divine life force, prana running through me, and mm. with that, to me, is always as an appreciation of life itself. We talked about that. I think about last year in a podcast about the breath. But there Mm. is always when Venus sort of, Venus is always there within us, you know, Venus doesn't need to move into a new new sign, but the the Venusian quality is always there. But when it changes into a new sign or when it is triggered by um, a transit, it just means there's a shift in it slightly. And as a result, we can become more easily aware of it. So it is that, you know, that invitation to when you take Pisces of going broader and bigger and again, Pisces in a way... To me, Pisces is always when you look at a problem and you take it in the Piscean level, it's like that's the problem on the physical realm. But can you see the greater context of that now? You know, you might have an argument with Mm. that person, uh, a discontent with with a certain point they're making or the way they're making that point. But when you zoom out, can you still see the lovability of that human being, the lovability of you? Mm. And I think when you're coming from from that place, then how we communicate to feed it back into that Mercury quality, how we communicate with one another can be way more respectful. Mm. So to me, when Venus moves into Pisces, there is that opening up and, um, yeah, just this invitation of asking ourselves, how do we love?
1: Really nice. And um, Listening to you, sort of what comes to my mind is like, so like Mercury's helping us to, or gives us a space to sort of translate our own inner thoughts, Do you know, like sort of that digesting of them into the, what we want to share, express, or put out into the world that way. Like, but then if we're thinking, like for me, then if I'm thinking of Venus not there, like, you know, it's like, you know, like you were saying, I can't remember the word, sort of not prior, was it priority? Yeah, prioritizing. If it was priority or something like that. Get like, yeah, prioritizing, like so for me. Then it's like the the values, like you know, because that's like priority. What is important to me, like that way. So it can be a space to even think about, you know, what is important to me, but allowing it to be, you know, thinking about and processing it through the, the mental body and all there, like because then it's like you know what's important to me may not be important to anybody else, like, but it's important to me, like. Mm-hmm that way like so to me then what you're saying then is like sort of we're allowing the, the differences to to be there like do you know because like Pisces has the, the fish go in one direction the other one the other way like so it's like the to me when I relate that to sort of my work in like and shame and all there like it's like both worlds like the spiritual and the physical. We might look at people can look at that and go, there A that one doesn't exist. It's only the physical or people look at them and experience them very separately. But the whole idea is that they lay on top of each other, like like in Ireland, the other world is considered to lie on top of our world. Like you just need to find the right spaces to enter it, like or to for it to be revealed to you. So to me, I see that connection in you chat, and it's like we're allowing the differences to be there, but we're allowing ourselves in to connect, in a sense, through our hearts, through spirit, through empathy, like of understanding that we, we are all going to see everything very differently like and we're not going that's right that's wrong but sometimes we need to bring to me the, like that that pacey and that empathy aspect to it then as well like of going like we, we all have a lot of grown up we all to come back to that word maturity we all have a lot of maturing to do
0: like mm-hmm. you know <laughs> i love that yeah um That venusian the venusian quality and i think yeah there's 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 something in that you know a window an opportunity of if you think of how divisive so much of the world is currently um it is not that just while venus in pisces you know it's it's not that limited but there's again it's that shift there's when there's something's changing it's like sometimes it's also when like a loved one just moves away for a while we really appreciate them so it's in the shift that we notice Mm -hmm. it so there is something about this time where we instant amongst all the 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 struggle we talked about like the the impatience and and the rattling of our foundations there is hugely an invitation to to look at that which unites us you know um and sometimes it is on the physical plane we can find an aspect that Mm -hmm. we relate to and other aspects that aren't and we can still stay in relationship with those people um and sometimes the the connection that we see what unites us might be beyond the physical, and that is okay too, so we can mm. still move out of an immediate environment if the if it's not a healthy environment, or we can still develop that i mean that is what all the spiritual practices are for, right so we see ourselves and each other both as as the physical beings that we are but also the spiritual the soul beings that we are, and so sometimes we just are not meant to be in the same space in a physical level, but you know. Can I okay. can I draw my boundaries and my, you know, foundations considering that fact without necessarily having to add to the anger that's already there, you know? So how can I process anger in a healthy way but without adding to it? And so I think in times where there's so much divisiveness... Um, to honestly see what unites us, is, I think is really, really important. And it's not just looking for the silver lining in every dark cloud. It's acknowledging. Yeah. It's very much acknowledging. I think that's mm. really important right now. But it's not this or that. It's like this and that.
1: Mm. Yeah. It's not throwing a tint of love no. and light on it. Like do you know? Like that way. Like it's not. It's like like she said. It's like really seeing everything for what it is or what we can see at this moment in time for what it is that way like, but finding a deeper connection mm-hmm. because otherwise we're just tearing each other yeah. down. Like,
0: And I think on a practical level you know lockdown 3.0 <laughs> or 5.0 <laughs> like no, still counting. last time <laughs> <laughs> but for those those of us who are living with other people you know um, you, you might feel that the cracks are showing now at different places that they showed shown last year, you know, and everyone is processing this differently, and everyone has a different approach and everyone has different needs around their own health and safety and there's different fears for everyone, even within a family setting. So I think this time is very much an invitation to allow each and everyone to showcase their fears and showcase their needs. Um, and I think as a result of that, as, as a result of us respecting those needs in the other person, even within our family setting, we can create a connection, even if those needs are completely different than our own, mm-hmm. rather than having arguments night after night, you know. So there is, again, this is can we have an honest conversation around that and then possibly driving it into the creative realm, because that's what Venus inspires as well, it's like the heart creation. It's like, okay, so if your needs are this and my needs are that, how can we, you know, how can we make this work? And mm. what comes to my mind always is like how, uh, you know, Indian food traditionally in India, how it's being cooked, and then in terms of Ayurveda, where mm. all the spices are like on the side, where every family member can add, depending on their on their constitution, add to exactly yeah. how 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 it's best digested for them. So I think we're like in a phase of that, as like as a family, how can we find common ground and then allow each and everyone to make it as spicy or as as mild or as sweet as as each and everyone needs. Mm. Beautiful, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, as we're coming to the end of of this episode, is um, is there anything you want to add in terms of um, maybe how to anchor those energies, or you know, to um, work with them, or to you know, I'm am just thinking here because like as I'm looking over this as mm-hmm. well, there's so much movability, there's water, there's air, there's mutability, um, there's a little bit of the fixed Aquarius quality, but there it's it's still in air, so it's quite a different tone to, I mean, there's still planets, you know, in other science, but there's so much of of that energy. Um, what does it do to our system and how can we work with that maybe?
1: When you're, when you're speaking there, the first thing is sometimes we need to go back to basics. Do you know, like, um, that's what I've learned myself over the last few weeks. It was just like, you know, like I'm moving through this and I'm going up, like, everything's shifting and changing but I feel like yet yeah, really settled in myself but I didn't notice until somebody just mentioned the word nervous system. I'm like oh yeah my nervous system is like does you know like, so for me it was come back to the basics of balancing my nervous system like you know, because it wasn't even my own stuff, it's just the vibrations from everything else. And certain as you mentioned, though the needs of other people versus mine and how we're navigating this space and how they might see that how I'm holding it is like, are you are you not like why are you not going crazy yet? And I'm like, because I'm I'm not yet like, you know, like and then I might be looking, I'm going, but why are you going crazy at the moment? And they're going, like, because they're processing it differently. They see it very differently, like how they're moving it through their system. So for me it was that like coming back to the okay actually my nervous system what's mine what's not and what do I need to really feel safe in my own little space here and then actually knowing oh I should have asked the question what are their needs and how did they think they were going to enter into this space with me or what did they need from me do you know like but they might never ask that of me but at least if I know I know how I need to go into that space to meet them then like you know so sometimes it's only in hindsight we know the question to ask <clears throat> excuse me because there's been the flare-up <laughs> do you know like but it was just re- it was a really good learning like just to come back to the basics of my nervous system like of really tuning into that and giving a data space to always settle down again like mm. Mm. what about you BB
0: yeah similar notion Um, for me was like this it's like what I was talking about was like earth 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 <laughs> you know a sense of grounding <laughs> something in that way so um whether it's a physical practice, going for a walk, um, anything. Again, these are all tools, similar, have the same effect on the nervous system, you know, and to bring bring you into, you know, if you think of at least having once a day, a moment where you really get in touch with yourself. And so whether it's having a bath or whether that's your yoga practice or whether that's meditation It doesn't really matter what it is, um, but just something where within all of that movement, so you're not resisting the movement, but you have a remembrance. And if you come once a day back to that place of remembrance of who you are and something that gives you stability, and it can be even drinking a cup of tea, looking out the window and just Mm -hmm. having your five minutes, it doesn't matter. But so it's like an anchor. Um, So because when you don't have that, it's so much harder to navigate all of the fluidity Mm -hmm. and it might claw and tighten things down where at the moment it's actually maybe better to leave the there a little bit more room and a little bit more of expression and and ambiguity maybe even so if you're somebody that that has difficulty with ambiguity see if you can settle yourself and your nervous system in your own mm-hmm. practices so other people don't need to give you that clarity you know so other people don't have to mm-hmm. be that for you you can give that yourself so you can let your own expression and other people and the exchanges be fluid and um maybe non-committed and (laughs) you know maybe everything (laughs) someone says might sound like there's a question mark behind it and you know (laughs) and and let that be okay as well so yeah settling the nervous system coming home into yourself would be definitely yeah so beautiful so what is it that you're working on at the moment going into next week what are you sharing i know it's such a (laughs) such a funny time
1: (laughs) can people see you i I, I would use i'm on a sabbatical but i'm not on a sabbatical but i kind of feel like i am but no i'm for me my focus at the minute is my one-to-ones and my walk the celtic wheel not like i'm just pairing things back um i'm a very much a doer and a full up space and full steam ahead and I usually have loads of energy like but I just feel I'm spending a lot more time just in the creative realms like just connecting back to small simple pleasures so they're the my focus at the minute like and I'm enjoying those spaces of working with the rhythms the cycles Mm -hmm. and then individual sessions just really holding space for people to be where they are like without letting go of that need to try and be somewhere else Mm -hmm. like do you know, like, because I really feel like it's just we're allowing ourselves to be where we are and really to be with what we're feeling without trying to put a band aid on it or get somewhere else. Like, because I really feel what we're moving through at these times, that's where we need to be, yes, and like, you know, in whatever's happening within my internal world, I need to be with that versus trying to get myself somewhere else, like, do you know, like, because yeah, it's just to, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to wrap it on, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> <all. laughs> BB, what about you, my dear? What have you got coming up? I know you have a few bits, so share. I have
0: a few bits. Um, I'm currently um, doing a lot of uh, one-on-one sessions and sitting with people, astrology, human design, um, which, I, which I love because it's like the collective change that we're seeing unrolling at the moment. I can actually see that in each session with, you know, with all the people and see where that mm. sort of, It is literally like, you know, all of our individual change is creating this collective change. So really enjoying those. I'm booking at the moment for the Mm -hmm. end of March um if anyone is interested and then um i have a human design workshop coming up really excited for that and that's sort of like the the second layer to it so anyone that has maybe Mm. looked up human design a little bit that's so that's a 2.0 workshop where if you feel like you just want all of those bits of information to kind of be connected in sort of cohesive way so you can you know make a little bit more sense for yourself and the people in your life um so that's coming up as well um Mm. on thursday next week yeah so really excited for those That's gorgeous but also similar mm. to you and very then the, much taking away the you know just keeping it simple a simple working space where you know i think mm-hmm. it's just the times where if you're doing too much um it just gets so diluted so yeah
1: yeah for, i think for me it's just like the i can usually balance about 12 plates <laughs> Do you know, like spend. You know, I could spend them all day long, like and love it that way. Like, but it's just this last year, so it's going to be simplify, simplify. And when I need to spend twelve plates again, I'll be able to spend twelve plates. Do you know? Like, so it's really honouring just the flow and where we're at, and then we chat about rhythms. So we're really learning to honour our rhythms. Like, I think as well. Like, you know, we chat about cyclical like loving We chat about loving in spirals. We chat about not being linear and all that. Like, and I really think we're in the the school of that these days like we really are especially if we chat about it and say like Look, i'll teach you how to love this or i'll share with you how to love this that we're really being taught it too
0: yeah yeah, yeah. And it's been beautiful watching you go through it and honoring that as well in the <laughs> the <laughs> glorious moments <laughs> and the most difficult <laughs> <laughs> oh. well thanks for so much for for being here with this gorgeous chat and thanks everyone for listening um, and we'll see mm. you next week take care everybody mm, thank bye. you bye Bye.
1: We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and B.B. Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and TheThirstySoul.com.